With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jeffrey Spender. The syndicate. Their friends and family. All dead. If only they had the insurance to make sure that whoever survived them was able to grieve properly. That's why this week's sponsor of the Bloom Files is our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know, it's easy. Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. The truth is out there. And here, who knows? But either way, we are opening up the Bloom Files here on Post Show Recaps, an X Files first watch slash rewatch podcast. Hello, everybody. Mike Bloom here with Angela Bloom. How's Happy it going? birthday Ooh. to you. Ooh, you popped out of a cake Happy and everything. Happy birthday to you. Ooh. The syndicate is gone now. Happy birthday to you. What a gift. But nothing that I need more than a bunch of old white men gone in my life. <laughs> Truly. Uh, we are celebrating the birth of Michael Bloom mm-hmm. this past week. So yes. we are here to celebrate that with two episodes of The X-Files. Yeah, we actually got together with my parents uh, for dinner on Friday. And oh, it boy! Was, and it was a gathering of, if you would say, two fathers and one son. Truly. Or I guess two sons, because I'm also a son. Yeah, but I would think it was mostly... And also my dad's a son, technically speaking. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else is a son that was there in the restaurant. Exactly. There, there were many sons in and daughters. And in, daughters. In the presence. But yeah, we're getting into, after a, a bit of a time away from our perspective as to all Yeah, things, this ARC stuff. Hey, guess what? Didn't miss it. <laughs> well, that being said, uh, this sort of took like a big nuke to no, it. No, it's true. And I think that this was like necessary because it was one of those things that has been sort of an overarching thing of the series. Quite literally. But also, in a sense, sort of taking its time up. Like it's done. It's it's done yeah. all it's can. Well, because correct me if I'm wrong here. I know Spencer wrote this in and I, I'm, I'm assuming it's in behind the scenes stuff that like Chris Carter had like a seven year plan for the X Files at this point, so he's like, yeah, he did, he's, he's he like, done it. He's like, all right, let's just close this this hole up, you know? Like, yeah. Cassandra Spender, she can heal herself now. Uh, we're gonna kill off the syndicate all at once here. Now that Truly, Dapper Dan's yeah. gone, like it's sort of a way to to clean the slate, which is again wild to me that we're still gonna have three other seasons. Well, yeah, they're gonna launch it in a new direction, which is, you know, it's all still... Are they gonna join a Glee Club? I, I, I hope so. Um, no, it's all Don't still... Don't re- stop! Believe! Only one singer per episode, <laughs> please. Um, the... I think that the whole storyline of the syndicate, the bees, and all of that, it's relevant to what will come, but it's not about that anymore. Right, because well, I mean, spoiler alert, some people do get away, right? We do have, like, some remnants <sighs> yeah. of the conspiracy so i'm assuming they're going to try to kickstart sort of like the second version of the project because i would say the uh the first idea of the 
partnership between the syndicate and the aliens in terms of colonization is pretty DOA by the end of this. <laughs> yes, but uh, I'm fine with that. I think, you know, what else was there to say about that? Yeah, so let's get into it then, because this is a, a rather action-packed one. We start with some surgery, Sam, here. We're back in the train car. Yeah, so we're back in a uh, experimental little situation. With Dr. In a- Openshaw. With Dr. Opa Gangnam style. <laughs> you said that a few times when we were Did watching. I? Yes. And I was just like, I bet he says all of the podcast. So he was just testing it well, on I, I'm, I, I guess I'll pay you. You now. don't even remember it. You don't even remember my reaction. No, I don't. I think it's just that jokes get stuck in my gray matter. And I don't yeah. know when I say something or not. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, anyway, we start in a little train car where they're going to do a little surgical situation on uh, what we find Spender. out to be Cassandra Spender. Yeah. Um, and they cut her and she heals. Right. So we well, find Green out. Goo comes out first. Right. <laughs> so we'll find out later that obviously like she was part of this initial party, right? That like, yes, didn't be, I guess they became hybrids. They were. Well, no. So the, the, the whole thing with the syndicate was they were going to partner with the colonization aliens, the aliens that are coming, going to come and colonize the world. Right. And in doing this partnership, they're going to sacrifice one family member or a Mm -hmm. few potentially to these aliens for experimentation for their hybridization sort of program. Because the whole point is that the aliens are going to take over the planet. And they said if they can. If they make the sacrifice, they'll be safe, basically, is what they're promised. Um, And so there's the flip side where they're also working against the colonists to try and develop a vaccine to whatever virus they're going to spread. And so the whole Cassandra thing is they're experimenting on her to make it happen, but they don't want it to happen because they haven't developed a vaccine yet. Right. And so she happened too quickly, according to... Oh, cigarette smoking. Yeah, which is weird though, because then Dr. Openshaw's like, my work is completed, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that was his work, but like, I think that he was trying to delay it as much as possible. And he even, his work is completed, but right when the faceless men show up at the train. Oh, I did, I did not miss these guys. These freaking, like, an (laughs) MFers. There were a few face, uh, face off moments here. (laughs) There was one of these things. You could not handle it. Where, yeah, the, the first time, like, he goes, one of them goes to, to, kill one of the it's open shaw it yeah, it's open shot he like well, it's the so they kill open shaw and then the alien takes his place and then they go to yeah. kill one of the syndicate guys yeah, and but he like reaches for his face and like pulls yeah, open in and it obviously is like he's wearing a mask you know of, of his faceless face style but the first time I was like, oh my yeah, he God. He started screaming and I was just like, why am I not rehaving that reaction? And, and then I remember that it happens like seven more times. To the point where when it happens in the in the second episode, I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. Like, I guess if you're asking how desensitized do you get to ripping someone's face off? About three well, or four and, times. I mean, it's it's gross, but it's not like the most realistic effect. No, I know. It's, it's very much like they just had like a putty mask. Yeah, totally. Face. But anyway, yeah, the whole point is that these these guys these these guys these syndicate guys have succeeded too fast and so he even pulls out a syringe right when the faceless men show up and he's gonna kill cassandra spender right so i think that that was their plan if they succeed before the vaccine is made they're gonna just get rid of her Yeah. so obviously this is all coming back about with cassandra spender come these faceless alien rebels because they don't want this to happen. Right. They're, so they're destroying like any signs of the program, right? They burn all these scientists. Well, it's alive. weird because the alien, the faceless aliens are aliens, correct? Right. But they're aliens that have had this happen to their planet. So they're kind of trying to save Earth. They're sort of like, um, they don't really care who lands in the crossfire, but they don't want it to happen again. And they're sort of like the, Arnold Schwarzenegger's role in T2 specifically, yeah. like, I'm a Terminator also, but I want to help save you instead from the I don't even, Terminator. And I don't even think they necessarily want to help save them. I think they just want to get revenge to an extent and mm-hmm. make sure it doesn't happen again. You know, they're, they're kind of like, whatever, these humans, but, like, these people shouldn't succeed because we hate them. So we get this weird framing device throughout the episode of, like, cigarette-smoking man. Uh, yes, giving a talk. Giving a talk. <laughs> monologuing to the max. Right, and it's interesting. I mean, this is where we also get our, our expo dump, right, of, like, oh, this is the whole colonization effort for those of you that happen to jump into the X-Files in season well, six. Well, I do also think that there it's been said a few times, but Chris Carter... All of these things that he's been building weren't necessarily something that he, it wasn't like with Lost, where, or I don't know if this is true with Lost, if there was a plan, but. There was, there, they developed a plan, a big 
plan of how to land the plane like halfway through, just about. Right. So I think that it wasn't like that where they were storyboarding. They only started doing that after they saw all these elements coming together. Mm -hmm. And then he built it out through season seven. So it's like for him, it was it was sort of like, okay, maybe we should wrap it up with a nice little synopsis because I feel like maybe people missed some stuff in season one, too. Yeah, let's remember that Chris Carter's initial idea, right, was like, okay, we're going to do this series and then continue with a bunch of movies. Yeah. So, like, I can imagine him saying, okay, well, I guess we should finally close this up. Yeah. Uh, We end up closing, I mean, really the big loop on the entire Spender family here. Uh, Jeffrey Spender. Oh, poor Jeff. Gets to have a nice, has a nice short haircut, though. Uh, because it's not dissimilar to the haircut you got on your birthday. Yeah, not too. Uh, I think you could like rock. I think you could rock it if it took place in the 2020s. Yeah. But basically, this is, you know, Skinner goes down to the X-Files and it's just like, hey, I know you got a science here, but like you aren't doing any work here. Like it's very abundantly clear you don't actually care about the X-Files. Your dad just assigned you to it so he could like get in on the ground floor here. Yeah, and Jeffy is just like, what? No, I'm doing work. Poor he's guy. Like, and he's like, well, you're only working on one case, which is your mother's yeah, abduction. I know. Poor guy. But, I think that he just, like, is... I mean, it's it comes abundantly clear that he has no idea what's going on. He is over his head in that <laughs> yeah. sum. Yeah, he has no idea who his father is and, like, what he ends up getting brought into. Yeah, well, and so what happens in the train car, which I think we kind of glossed over, was that... The faceless men show up and they do actually murder everyone, including Cassandra Spender here, right? No. Oh, but he, they think he thinks that Cassandra Spender is murdered. Yeah, well, no, he's going to get. Oh, no, right, right, right. But that's why Skinner's seen him because Cassandra Spender is the only survivor. Right. They get called into like the, the scene of the crime, essentially. And he's able to right, right, right. see his mommy. And his mom's like, hey, nice to see you. By the way, can you talk to Mulder for me? Yeah, she's like, I don't want to talk to you about this. I don't want to talk to you. Go oh, away. Gosh. <laughs> Meanwhile, speaking of Mulder, he's shooting some hoops. I love these scenes. My uh, God, this is so freaking 90s. Yeah, it reminds me of the scene in um, uh, Miss Congeniality mm-hmm. right in the beginning when they're trying to show like how tough Sandra Bullock's character is. Mm-hmm. Like that she's like uh, not a girly girl, but a, a guy's girl. And they're like doing like wrestling and sparring in the gym and she like takes him down and it's so funny to me because it's just like very cheesy well this one has even more 90s vernacular than that oh yeah right? it kills you he got his uh his hoops partner saying you know ho- yo homestyle cough up the rock i think his nickname is milk yes because he's white yeah and he's talking about uh you know shirking some jag off shoe shine tips <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> I just, it's just so it's not even like racist because no. it doesn't make any sense like exactly. what they're saying is like nonsense which I, do, I, which I don't know if it's better or worse that these are people saying like oh, i think people talk like this i think it's neither here nor there it's just going like, around walking around saying i just think that yeah, i just think that when they see this one come into the editing room it just maybe makes it in the trash can like I don't know, how did I, this make it in the episode i'm frankly surprised that david Duchovny allowed himself to be able to say hey homegirl what up no no on- that's his vibe right now i think really? he's like living that la life like you think he, so? yes he's moved to la he's like demanding things i think he's a little bit oh, of you think a it was, princess you think it was his suggestion then i, I don't I, know i think Mulder should say hey homegirl word up <sighs> i hope it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah so because basically you know scully comes in like hey we're, there's this case going on Mulder's like uh, i mean now i now that i'm sort of like stuck without the x-files i'm just gonna basically play hooky all day and play basketball right and so, Spender is now going to essentially, like... His Cave. Hand, yeah, his hand is forced. He has to go to Mulder at the basketball court and say, like, please help me with my mother. She specifically asked for you. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And so, that's fine. Mulder's like, all right. Sounds good to me. Yeah, Let's go. I, was, I think it was, it was you know, that name that was the one that, that really drew him Although back. I will say that he does think it is a trap because yeah. that's what they've been doing is using the X-Files to trap him into working on the X-Files to fire him, right. <laughs> which is like so convoluted. But in this case, it's not. It's just Jeffy over his head. Yeah. So speaking of over his head, let's talk about poor Dr. Openshaw. <laughs> yeah. He's Openshaw like, makes it, by the way. So he makes it out of this he fire. Barely. Yeah. He's, he's very, he's very badly burned <laughs> and he's just lying in like, Good one. In like Snow White's coffin. Yeah. So he's, he's in a, um, a hyperbaric chamber. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to keep him alive to help him heal. But Openshaw's like, hey, dude, like Cassandra made it. You need to kill her. And also kill me. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's more like he says, "I understand what you need to do now." Basically, yeah, he's saying what you need to do is is tie up all the loose ends. Essentially, the reason why he wanted to probably yeah, like she's the first is because he was afraid she would fall into the wrong hands, right? Because she's the first actual alien human hybrid. Like yeah. that, there's no flaws. It's like she she's an alien and a human like hybrid. It's real. She can heal herself. It's it's all good. So yeah. Not great. <laughs> yeah, and so he opines a man should never live long enough to see his children or his work destroyed. Obviously, there's a lot of <laughs> themes of parenting. God, I I mean, like, I know this is his vibe, but during these two episodes, particularly the cigarette smoking man, like, oh, man, I can't handle him. His mon- I hate a monologuer. I hate a white male monologuer. <laughs> so what is Fox Mulder your, your exception here? Yeah, well, I don't think he monologues too much. I mean, there's a lot of openings to episodes, right? Right, He's but like, that's different because that's like what narrative. Is, what is the planets if not a collection right. of stardust? No, but that's that's different because it's like a narrative tool. Like it's mm. the filmmaker using his voice, like as opposed to him, you know, right? Man, just sort of like talking. talking. Like let somebody talk. <laughs> like d- later when he's talking, you find out it's Dana Fally. I'm like, did she get a word in edgewise? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably assuming, not. Maybe doing the commercial breaks. Maybe <laughs> you get two minutes to talk, and then it's back to me, baby. Yeah, so, Ugh, cis white man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so th- the actual you talked about how Spender, you know, is the one to really push Mulder over. It's actually Scully. Mm-hmm. Scully is surprisingly the one to come in and be like. I think you need to help Cassandra Spender because right. I have a personal connection to her. Yeah, I mean, why not? She can pull her that card. I feel like Mulder always pulls that card. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting, though, because, again, Scully, she of little faith, like... Well, I think with her and Cassandra, they were, like, borderline abducted together, and she even yeah. talks about that time when they did the hypnosis... No, the, the orgasmic the therapy. Orga- <laughs> the orgasm hypnosis session with Scully, and she's like, I had, a, I had something happen there. I'm really attached to Cassandra, like... Let's make this, you know, like, let's fix this. Yeah, it's a little bit of like a MUFON thing, right? Of, hey, we've been through this together. We've been through the same experience. I mean, and why not? Yeah. (laughs) He knows her well enough that he should be doing that. (laughs) So we cut to a spot, you know, Cassandra Spender's just uh, shoveling down that green (laughs) jello. Yeah, and so Scully can only get in there because Spender doesn't want... Or something like that. Well, Spender basically tells Mulder, like, this is happening, but I don't want you to work on it. And yeah. Like, I, yeah. I think you should do it. Do what you always do and go go behind Spender. Right. So instead of meeting her in her room, Scully brings Cassandra to, like, um, a storage room. Yep, a storage closet where Mulder's hiding out. Yeah. Uh, and Cassandra is pumped. She's so excited. She's going to pee the floor, she says. Yeah, I mean, she truly, like, jumps him, which is just very strange. Yeah, and so Cassandra, again, is going to do a little bit of an expo dump here. She's going to reveal outright the connection between the colonization mm-hmm. slash the whole purity black oil yeah. uh, stuff. Uh, and Cassandra's also going to reveal, like, hey... Uh, Jeffrey Spender's father, aka my ex-husband, was part of the syndicate. Yeah. And they don't yet know, I mean, they do know that it's the cigarette smoking man, right? They're gonna run. They're gonna get that. Yeah, they're, they're gonna run like a, a little check on him. On the CBG and, of it all. Yeah, in the database. Yeah, CGB, which apparently, Spencer said this is like a season 11 thing. We yeah. find out that it stands for Carl Gerhard Bush. Yeah. You do find that out, but it's like a whatever. It just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really, really matter. It's not like how Big's name was Aiden in Second yeah. City. That that isn't though. They're two different people. I I always get this wrong. <laughs> Big is the quote unquote love of her life. Right, but what's his Aiden? Um, jo- John. J- John. I think. John. John. His name is def- Aiden. Is the other one? Okay. Aiden is the guy from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, Nick Papa. Nick Miller. Yeah, Ian Miller. You Ian don't know Miller. anything yeah. about names. Uh, let's look it up. Big Sex and the City. Name. His name. John. John James, Mr. Big Preston. Oh, God. This is, I'm glad this is not, not another Tibby situation. Well, to be fair, his name is John James Preston. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, All right. Back to the X-Files. <laughs> uh, Man also re- regrets not killing Cassandra yes. Spencer. Because remember, back during that whole abduction stuff... Mm-hmm. Like, he, he lets was, her go. He was the one to be like, okay, don't kill her. And it's because he doesn't hold a torch for her, but like, it's clearly has some emotional attachment or if even he does well and he also jeffrey spender and he also feels guilty i think like she's the one that he gave up like yeah meanwhile 
<laughs> batten down the hatches, Angela. Here's cry check. Here's my buddy. I hate this guy. I hate him so much and his stupid face. <laughs> Every time I see his face too, it like ages more and they like put more like like gel in his hair and it's just, just like, him, like they slick him up and, it, and he always wears some stupid turtleneck. Real piece of shit. Slick back hair, sloppy steaks. Sloppy <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we got a, we got a nice mention of resistance is futile here. Yes, we do. <laughs> We're, well, Krychek eventually like does like a basically a PowerPoint presentation for the syndicate, right? Right. Yeah. So I mean, there's two sides to this coin here. There's the um, the syndicate motto, which is like we want to live, we want to survive, we mm-hmm. want to take care of our families, and then there's the Krychek motto, which is like I don't really fucking care about my families, yeah. but I am going to back the horse that's going to win. Right. He's so he has no, like, no, uh, like, horse in the race, but he also kind of feels that the rebels are gaining speed. Yeah, and, so, and so he's basically saying, like, we need to accelerate our plan. And that's so, always been his way. Yeah, he's pro He's a flippy flopper. He's like, hey, we've done a lot of great work so far. And look, if worse comes to worse, we have a vaccine. Mm-hmm. We can, like, you know, inoculate ourselves against it. Uh, so this is where we also find out Mulder and Scully are going to run the search for CGB Spender down in the X-Files office. Yes. And Jeffy's, Which, why? I mean, I guess that's where the files are, and it's there's no Wi-Fi. But Jeffy's going to catch him. Yeah, and so Agent Spender comes in, um, and he they're like, <laughs> I hope that you're uh, walk, coming up to share that info, or that Skinner was like, I hope that you're uh, reporting these two and, and suspending them. And I guess he kind of has to, but... Um, yeah, they're good suspended. Bye bye. Yeah, and Spender is going to now confront his dad and be like, "Hey, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm a little entitled to know what the truth is with my mom." And his dad slaps him. He does like a true bitch slap. <laughs> and it's, I mean, real hard dick, right? He's like, "You pale in comparison to Fox Mulder." Well, and he says this in the beginning of the episode too. His chosen son is Fox Mulder, so I guess that. Jeffrey Spender was like somebody he just didn't think could do it. Like he was right, too like, soft. He, he was too found nothing in common with him. Yeah, and so he kind of latched on to Fox Mulder. And then when Fox Mulder was like, which is, and that's because Fox, you know, believes in similar things that Bill yes, worked in. So yeah, like, he so was on that same. He kind of felt like he would be the one that would, but Mulder ends up not doing that and so then he falls back on spender but he just wants to throw it in his face that he was never the son that he wanted and despite all that you know cigarette smoking man's gonna come to spender after a little while and decides to trust in him after all is like all right kid you're in one more chance and gives him a neck pokey thing yeah he's like you have to go kill this alien rebel the one from the beginning yeah who's infiltrated the syndicate who's infiltrated the skin syndicate and the that syndicate Ooh. that's actually a good an interesting name for it um when, they when, the ABM each- and the ABHs are in it yeah and so they um they go to this guy's house. Um, he sends Krychek with him. Well, no, Suspender. So Krychek's like, there. I don't remember how yeah, it gets there. Suspender well, goes in and completely whiffs the mission. Truly. And Krychek shows up and comes to his aid and like. Yeah, Krychek just pops up behind the chair and is just like, oh, like, fine, I'll do it. I'll do yeah. it now. <laughs> um, and then he like, Krychek kind of gives like an info dump here to Spender where the cigarette smoking man kind of led him on a little bit. Yeah. And so Krychek's like, no, 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 no. Like he is responsible for all of this, including your mother's abduction. And why you're in charge of the X-Files right now. Yeah. And also that like your entire career he molded. And now you are also have to follow in his footsteps. You have to make sacrifices so you can be a great man too. Yeah. And Spender's like, I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, listen, icky, icky. I realized when you gave me a neck pokey thing that this is not the line of work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair, but he didn't because he's dumb. So meanwhile, let's talk about the, the Mulder and Scully stuff for a second. Mulder's back on the b-ball court. Oh, uh, right. Scully found what's going to be a big prop for this in the next episode, right? A photo of Cigarette yes. Smoking Man and Bill Mulder. Like and, fighting. And a bunch of, as she calls it, names and dates and certainties. Mm-hmm. Basically saying like, yes, they were working together uh, this leads Mulder to believe, like you said, that Cassandra was the first successful human alien hybrid, uh, and the syndicate wanted right. her dead because they did they wanted to kill and her they, rather than they also her. realized this is probably also how Samantha was abducted. Yes, exactly. That's you know the one that Fox was supposed to be picked, but then it ended up being Samantha. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, Spender is going to, after all this kerfuffle, make his way to go visit his mom, and she gone. Yeah, so she has um. 
uh, who knows where she how she has gone but she has gone yeah i don't know because yeah wasn't she like under heavy guard or something she was under heavy guard but the issue now is that so previously we remember cassandra we remember cassandra spender in a wheelchair but since she's become the first alien human hybrid she's healed Mm -hmm. so she can walk so she has flown the coop and she's gonna walk 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 right over to Mulder's (laughs) place where she and like, he demands yeah she walks in the apartment and she's like kill me yeah and kill me. she's like great her her embodiment of this like like ridiculous vibe of like insane woman is great well yeah because she's pleading with Mulder because basically if she yeah. dies colonization doesn't begin you know if you kill mm-hmm. the, the source of the human alien hybridization they have to start all over basically exactly and so the episode ends on a cliffhanger as Mulder points a gun at Cassandra and you're mm-hmm. like oh, is Mulder gonna kill this woman yeah and Scully's like what <laughs> and we were all like whoa 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 what yeah, to be continued, to baby. Be continued, and we will be continuing talking about One Sun after this break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. We have a photo of Bill Mulder and Cigarette Smoking Man. And we're watching it burn. <laughs> so many songs this episode. It's a very musical episode, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah. So here we go. We're jumping right back in. Yeah, we are. And we jump to a flashback. Yes. Of the old version. I mean, they're old now. Uh, the f- uh, previous version, I should say, of the syndicate, like when they made, for lack of a better term, <laughs> first contact with the. Yeah, aliens. so you've got some like quasi vintage gear on. This was like very much so. What was this? 1999. I remember yeah. wearing bell bottoms in 1999. These were readily available. <laughs> it was the re- the renaissance of the 60s and 70s as far as fashion. So it was very much so I could tell that they were wearing like stuff from Delia's, and I loved it. Yeah. So <laughs> I found out that apparently, like this this episode and this arc earned an Emmy win in the makeup category. And for the face peeling, for, for <laughs> but also this, like there's yeah. some, there's some de aging going. There on. is a lot of de aging going on. It sucks. No, it's not good. You, you don't can, think it's good? You don't think it's Emmy worthy? Well, maybe at the time. I yeah. mean, what they're doing now, we've seen some pretty shitty stuff too, and I think this is actually better than um what we see now because it's less jarring. Like mm-hmm. I don't, you don't even really notice it unless you're looking for it, but. Yeah, I don't that's know. true. I wasn't really looking for it because, again, I don't really recognize a lot of these people. That's true. You were like, I don't know who that is anyway. But yeah, yeah they did do a lot like, of... Oh, we're in a hangar. Oh, my God, there's a bright light. Why are they yeah. laying down the triangle yeah. flag? Did someone from the military die? <laughs> no, they're trying to make first contact. <laughs> yeah. 
And so we pick back up after that. We're going to find out much more about what that entailed Mm -hmm. later on. But we pick back up where things left off in Two Fathers. Uh, Now it's like the end of Monsters, Inc. A bunch of people in hazmat suits. We've watched a lot of Monsters, Inc. lately. So much Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. Monsters University. Monsters Monsters at at Work. work. The entire Monsters. I will will say Monsters at Work has been pleasant it's, it's good it's been good so it's far. been pretty silly but that's what it reminds me of of like the 2316 or whatever it's called i do that sometimes when we're driving if i'm ever in the passenger seat and you're like oh is anyone coming from the right i'm like no go 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 is that um, what you're doing the impression of yes oh i didn't even realize i'm always that. just like no go 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 so they spray them down and quarantine the place basically so diana fowley as you said secret yes. smoky man was talking to her about all this and basically was like hey can you do me a solid and mm-hmm. like get these people off my back and so Diana Fowley is going to essentially fake that they've been exposed to a contagion of unknown origin and yeah. essentially like try to trap them in the CDC or whatever yeah. gulag they're held in. <laughs> Truly a gulag. I mean, yeah, there's this weird, like odd. Well, yeah, scene I where mean, scrubbed down and put in. It's these Patient white X. That's the red and the black. It's that episode, you know, with the the Russia at all. The Russia. Uh, Ugh, those episodes are the worst. Yeah, cry and, check. Ugh. Yeah, and I like I love Mulder and Scully speaking up. Like Scully's like, you can't do this to me. I'm a medical doctor. <laughs> it has to happen. Yeah, but she has. She's a medical doctor who has been suspended by yes, the FBI. She has been suspended, so it's not like she has the same sort of um, pull. Um, it's also like they're smelling BS from a mile away. Well, I mean, one of them is Scully. <laughs> yeah. Again, Fally's going to come in and say like she also. <laughs> this is like such a like shitty thing to say that they are your typical like women in high powered positions who can't like support each other. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, why don't you work together? No, actually women? though, like she has a like a um, something against her from oh, the start. I mean, yeah, remember Diana like, Dana. Yeah, because it's the idea of like mm-hmm. you're clearly manipulating. Older, because Fally comes in right and gives don't this, take my man. She gives this whole Snap. this whole line of, oh no, you know she's the lone consigner of the lone mm-hmm. survivor of this mysterious illness. Yes, the illness caused the doctors to burst into flames. Nothing more. So we have to take care of her. <laughs> yeah, and she plays it off well. I mean, the actress that plays Diana Fally is like kind of annoying but it's also she plays off that whole like liar bit very well yeah so you know Mulder's like ah, you know what I believe her and Scully's like are you kidding me <laughs> he's like I just want to kiss her though <laughs> no absolutely not anyway they take them to the CDC yeah they take us is that so is that so you know it's a CDC? it's a CDC facility at a fort at a military base gotcha they have like they have facilities all over well listen uh they have a lot to fear in this base I'm assuming mm-hmm. this is the base maybe the the home base of the colonization research effort because here we run into <laughs> Marita Covarrubias. Yeah, you were like, you thought, you had a trouble with this the whole episode because every time we'd see Marita, you thought it was Cassandra and I was like, no, no, no. Well, it's because <laughs> they're listen, blonde, haggard ladies. Yeah, yeah. And Marita looks a little worse for, I mean, if I recall correctly, uh, she was not blonde when she was taken in for experiments. She was very blonde. Was she blonde? Marita Covarrubias was I very she blonde. Had hair. No, she was a blonde woman. Oh, I thought it was something where like she was just so experimented on the like her hair changed color. No, no, she was blonde. Um, that's wild that you thought she had dark hair. She's always been blonde. Yeah, I guess um, I just remember. But her, her eyes are like a little like albino. Oh, no, she looks so pallid. Yeah, like, she, she has that like albino redness going yeah. on. So, well, con- yeah, considering that, like, she probably hasn't got a lot of rest. But she, I mean, obviously, the thing to her to no, they've, note of they've is, put the black oil in her eyes. Yeah, though. and she's also deathly pale. Mm-hmm. Like, no, she's dying. Like it's not absolute good. ghost. And basically, because basically, since we saw her, when was that? Like season five. I don't care to they, remember. They've been doing experiments on. <laughs> they her have the yeah. entire time. Uh, and so basically, like, she snuck out of her room. Mm-hmm. Now she's essentially prisoner here. Yeah, we also see that, um, Krychek, ugh, reports on the whole situation to the syndicate that, like, telling them that the alien rebels, um, are trying to keep her alive and, you know, whatever. And they're like, we want to destroy her. And Cigarette Smoking Man's like, ah, hold on. I don't think we should do that. I think we should turn her over. Yeah, and then we can begin colonization. I think it works. We're, we don't need we don't need to shed any blood here today. Yeah, like basically the cigarette smoking man's like we're not going to do anything to stop this anymore. Like we're we're done. Yeah. Like <laughs> And so meanwhile Scully is going to like fed up on her last rope here. Mm-hmm. She's going to go to the lone, lone gunman to I mean, do why a, not? a Bring background check into Diana Fowley. Um yeah, and basically says that she's been all over the world collecting information on MUFON members. Yep, she's been specifically visiting the European MUFON chapters, basically getting info on 
abductees, and Mulder's like, what's the problem with that? And Scully just storms out. And she's, she also, like, very plainly says, like, there's no trace of this in any FBI records. So she's, like, doing this under the table. And he's just like, oh, no, I still trust her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to go to her apartment to confront her. Yeah, eventually. But now we go to the Watergate Hotel. Yeah, they just got it. I feel like they were trying to emphasize that, like, nothing has changed as far as filming locations here. But I did read that this is the first time they had did the last episode to use stock footage of the J. Edgar Hoover building because oh, really? they were on the West Coast, whereas previously they were able to um, or they were in the U.S. And I guess previously they were able to get footage from it. But hmm. whatever, they had challenges because of the um, the lighting and all of that is yeah. totally different than in, in Canada. Yeah, it had a darker, moodier feel there, and they couldn't replicate that in L.A., so they were, like, having trouble with that. So. I didn't realize, do people actually stay at the Watergate Hotel? I mean, I'm sure. I, I, it's a know, hotel. I, wasn't it, like, you know, cautioned off or whatever? Uh, for a while, but I think it's good now. <laughs> you think it's just, like, a haunted house? Like, yeah, we could stay in this thing No, now. it's not a haunted house. <laughs> know, some bad stuff went down there. Nothing, like, bad happened. I mean, bad things happened technically, but it wasn't, like, people died in no, Watergate. It wasn't like any sort of massacre. <laughs> they found inform- they were basically like... They, they caught people sneaking in to steal Yeah, it's a political scandal. It's not like somebody died there. There's no ghosts. <laughs> Maybe there is. The ghost of Richard Nixon haunts the Hold Watergate. Hold on, let's look it up. Can you stay there? Yeah, book the Watergate Hotel. Is it expensive? I don't know. Let's see. Book now. Um, don't accidentally book us a stay at the Watergate, because I don't want to go there. Well, I'm not, not going anywhere, but I'm just going to search. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's like three hundred bucks. Oh, that's not bad. I thought, but that's like, like right now. I don't know if that's. Uh, but I feel like that'd be like, yeah. I feel like otherwise, it'd be like, no, we're the Watergate Hotel, so we're charging six hundred bucks a night. Oh wait, maybe they are. I don't know. It's not. It's not. Well, like anyway, uh, Diana Fowley's foot in the bill here because <laughs> Mulder's going to try to <laughs> yeah. find her after all this, but she's not in her room. Instead, he finds the cigarette smoking man, and stop me if you've heard this scene before, Angela. Cigarette smoking man sitting in a chair. Mulder points a gun at him. I know. Like, I have this information on you. Not the last time. I mean, he in fact says, like, hey, you did this to me the last time and you didn't shoot me. Oh, Uh, it looks like it's a good hotel. It's 8.6 on uh, Hotels.com. $314 a night for, like, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Booking advantage probably save something. uh, In uh, Foggy Bottom. Ooh, all right. So, people are interested. Go ahead. The Watergate's open. (laughs) I don't know. We're not not enforcing. We're not... um, you know, for $314, you can get an 8.6 hotel, but for $309, you can get the Ritz-Carlton right next door. So, what's so, it worth to you? The more things change, the more things stay the same here, where, again, Mulder has a gun pointed at Cigarette Smoking Man, <laughs> yes. but Cigarette Smoking Man reveals this mind-blowing information to get Mulder of off his Of course. Uh, so annoying. This time is when we get the flashback, right, where, essentially, like, the syndicate, syndicate agreed to work with the aliens, Bill Mulder was mm-hmm. one of the biggest dissenting voices because essentially this is when the syndicate, which originally had been working with the government, said, yeah. no, we're not going to do that They're going to align themselves to the collar nets Yeah, we're going to go spared. solo, and Bill Mulder's like, no, what are you doing? And the, unfortunately, so we find out now that it was by a majority vote that yeah. he's outnumbered, which is good to know because it makes him seem like a little bit of a better guy. Yeah, <laughs> in retrospect. You imagine that, like... I don't know. You, it would need to be unanimous. Yeah. You'd like to hope would be unanimous considering how big of a deal it is. But again, it seems like the syndicate people are rather uncaring. And it does sort of seem like he was the only one that was uh, against it. But and they're like, forced to give up family members so that they can get an alien fetus. Yeah. It's, it's so strange. <laughs> to make their hybrid possible. The majority of the time, it seemed like from that group shot, it was pretty much like a bunch of kids and Cassandra Spender. Well, and I think that they were giving them to them as like collateral that they were hoping to see yeah. them again. Yeah. But that doesn't end up being the case. Um, as time goes on, they end up being... Yeah, like, for example, Samantha is still... MIA. You will find out, but I mean, no, yeah, not good. Yeah. And And we also find out that she was taken after the others because Bill was so against it that they had to do um, an extraction later. Yeah. Uh, And specifically because like she was sort of like the last one, right? Like, well, Bill didn't show up. Yeah. At that meeting. So he was like, he was slow to agree. And then he finally agrees. And then she was taken later. Yeah. So Cigarette Smoky Man warns colonization has begun. The virus is getting transported mm-hmm. by bees. The takeover will begin. That's what your father realized. It's what you'll realize as your father's son. Yeah. And he's just like, and we can create these hybrids who could survive colonization. Don't you want to be one of them? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, just so you know, this is happening. 
Like I'm giving you an olive branch. Oh, and here. you can see your sister again. That's always the way you get Mulder to do of anything. Course, exactly. <laughs> and also like I have a soft spot for you because you're not like my a-hole son. Yes. And so there is the hangar where the syndicate members are meeting the colonists now. Yes. Because they're they're cashing in their check. They're saying, We're ready, colonization is happening, like you're gonna take care of us. Yeah. So basically let's let's get through like this sequence where how everyone gets there because it all converges oh, yeah i guess that's on the true. central point because spender's gonna go to see the syndicate yes the headquarters and is met of course by Crycheck in the, the smoking room with yeah, the gentleman and, and it's basically like hey they all left uh yeah. they're going to west virginia uh and so we're smoking man went after cassandra because they're gonna give cassandra to the aliens yeah and they they sedate her right they inject her with the, yes. the genes she says damn you bastards mm-hmm. and we have this very tense scene between the two of them yes. right where essentially now she finally gets to see him face to face probably for the first time since since he told her something to get her to go that's the wild bit is how did they get the adults to do yeah. this uh, i don't know i mean i i wonder to that point because we've seen they probably didn't you know, know what was happening smoking man you know, how much did she know about the work he had been doing up to previously? That point? I don't know. Because I wonder, is it a thing of like, did he trick her? Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, I don't apologize for what I did, but it was never my intention to harm you. Yeah, it's like, okay, buddy. Yeah, and she's like, no, kill me. Nope, I'm not doing that. You almost got me. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill you. But I'm gonna make you all sleepy. Now yeah. let's go. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mulder is just like completely chilling. depressed. Yeah, he's just chilling he's in Fally's apartment. In, in, in the Watergate, just reeling from that conversation. Yeah. And basically it's like, oh man, emo Mulder at this mm-hmm. point, right? Of like, everything is futile. The things you love will only survive if you give them up. Yeah, so I hate this scene. I hate her. She's the worst. Yeah, because he tells her, like, this is where they're going. She kisses the El Rico Air Force Base. But but then they do that, like, that thing that always happens where if someone has an ulterior motive when they're hugging someone, you see them, like, maliciously staring past them. Yeah, like, just have, like, no soul in their eyes. You know, even during a hug, they're like, look what I don't even think she's that. I think it's just kind of like, I've resigned myself to this, so, like, I can't feel anything. Meanwhile, Jeffrey Spender is going to go visit Cassandra. Mm-hmm. She's gone. Cigarette Smoking Man took her. Uh, but he's going to run into Marita. What a pair these two are. <laughs> yeah, I feel so bad for him in this moment because she tells him one thing and we know already that's not the case anymore. Yeah. And so they're trying to escape and they run into Crycheck. And right at that, that's what happens. No, there's more before that. Yeah. Uh, well, because this is all in the same place where the alien embryo is housed. Right. And this is where a faceless man and disguises like the weirdest old lady nurse. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Absolutely sticks out of nowhere. What uh, walks in and basically like kills the guy guarding it and takes the embryo. Yes. And so that's what Crycheck's like. No. Crycheck finds the dead surgeon and the fetus mi- missing. Um, but this is also where basically like Marita's like, this is what's happening. You have to go to this Air Force base to find your mother. Um, and then we get this Crycheck alien shit. Yeah. And, and Spender is going to reintroduce Crycheck to Marita. Like, he yeah. is. Oh, Crycheck's like, you could see it in his eyes. He's like, dang, girl. Well, remember that they were like yeah. weird F buddies. They were. Enemies. He's like, you don't look good. <laughs> it's all going to hell. Swipe the left. are going to win. Exactly. Like, I'm glad I hit that before the experimentation yeah. happened. And basically, he drops another truth bomb, and he's like, "No, Spender. Like, this is like, it's not going to happen. Colonization is not happening. Like, the rebels are going to succeed. Like, you need to go get your mom because." This is it. This is the end. Yeah, and it's it is truly happening. Scully and Mulder are going to find their way to the base as well yes. after fruitlessly trying to like yeah. chase after the train car that had Cassandra Spender in it. They shot the train a couple times, and that's about it. Uh, but meanwhile. Diana Fowley and the syndicate, they're there. They're like, oh, this is amazing. We finally did it. We're finally. safe. The door's open. It ain't the aliens you want. No, and this is actually a very funny scene. I like when... um like Fowley and and cigarette smoking man like look at each other and they're like oh dang and they just get in the car and drive away like you can see you know the the Hanna Barbera like it's, and it's solely because they arrived late that they were so close to their car they were able to just like pop back in the car and yeah, like and the reverse men out were so concentrated on them they're not like you know steal down the area they're just like must kill the circle yeah that's of people. that's why I say I don't think they really care about like what's going on on earth apart from what they're trying to achieve you know like who cares if other people die yeah so. 
it's it's pretty menacing and uh, yeah especially when you see it there's kids yeah very dark to think about because again like the syndicate thought that it was going they were going to like bring their family well this is why the well manicured man decides to pull out he saves his family by like killing himself basically because they're no longer involved right and so the faceless men surround them i would say pretty bad effects that yeah. they did to, mm-hmm. to have them you know them transform into the faceless men yeah it's very much so like you can see the background merging with the person yeah, it wasn't it, good you see like a little bit of the green screen yeah. as well or just like, it was not it almost seemed like claymation yeah totally so we cut to kirsch's office here's kirsch to be like let me get this straight <laughs> he's very good at this <laughs> yeah so he has to look over all the burned bodies and it's what it's well you can this is the point where you're like wait is kirsch bad because you could tell he's like an asshole but he is one of those assholes just doing his job because yeah. he's like this is much awful. like Skinner was in the beginning right yeah, like, you see I don't, a bunch I don't, of burned bodies what's happening so let me be you know let me try to do Occam's razor here and Spender really vouches mm-hmm. for Mulder and Scully like you said they've been suspended up to this point well and Spender's the one who submitted the report basically saying that like this entire and he has photos of all these burned bodies and Kirsch is like Jesus like this is not good guys yeah so Mulder is going to provide some, like, non-answers mm-hmm. to the system, like, they burn themselves. Uh, I think at this point, he sort of realizes Kirsch's MO that, like, he's never going to believe him. Yeah, so, like, why bother? Just, like... But dead. it still gets them back on the X-Files, where Spender's like, you know what? There's some weird stuff going down. These two yeah. are best equipped to handle it. Let's let's get him back on board here. It's been... Unfortunately, though, he yeah. decides to make a quick trip to the X-Files office. Yeah, to probably <laughs> clean out his office, right? Runs into his dad, uh, and his dad's like... You suck. You're no Mulder. Yeah, you're no... He basically says, yeah, you're no Fox Mulder. Bang, bang. Kiss, kiss. He shot and killed his own son. Yeah, it's, you don't come back from that. Well, I guess if it's because... I mean, again, if we're talking about how he kept Cassandra Spender, you know, in the picture to appease Jeffrey, you'd imagine with Cassandra Spender gone, he yeah. has no remorse. No, no I don't... Kid. Yeah, well, it's also, I think that it wasn't that he was doing it to appease Jeffrey. He was keeping... Ca- Jeffrey, uh, like, around to appease Cassandra, basically. Right, so when she's gone, he's like, yeah. oh, I don't need you anymore. I don't really care about you. Yeah, and it was good also sealing that one up, because I think we were probably over I Jeffy. Feel, I feel bad, though, by the end of it. Yeah, it wasn't a good ending I mean, for it was, him. It was a, yeah, I agree, because, like, I don't know what you do with him when he and Diana Fowley are now yeah. off of the X-Files, but, like, I just feel terrible how much he got roped into everything. Yeah. And, yes, he was very headstrong with a lot of this stuff, especially around his mother, but, like, you can't help but be considering the, the just think about the way he probably grew mm-hmm. up considering his parents and just the tragic lifestyle he's no, led totally for him to die in the gun held by his own father like that's a good th- it makes sense why the dude didn't answer his messages back in the day because like <laughs> yeah his, his dad wanted nothing to do with him yeah no i think it's it's all relevant and i think that from my perspective i'm fine with him being gone <laughs> Yeah, so we really cleaned house here. Yes. Right? The majority of the syndicate, except for the cigarette smoking man, and I guess if you can And like I said, I mean, they're, they're looking for ways to like create new storylines to yeah. build stuff. And so you'll see some arc stuff in the future, but it's, it's all sort of wrapped up in a, in a future series finale or whatever. Yeah. But. Uh, you're sort of done with it at this point, which but is nice. I do wonder where where Syndicate 2.0 goes from here, right? Because like any leads they had about the colonization efforts are gone. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a thing where Mulder and Scully end up partnering up with them to stop. Well, I think just other. I think that it's just they're not gonna. It's not gonna be a thing for right now. Yeah, I you're mean, not gonna have to worry about it for a little while. And any partnership they had is gone, and so yeah. that's a little scary. Yeah, to an extent, but I think that they'll get around that. It's a television show. All right, so as we bid adieu to the syndicate, we say hello to two more episodes of The X-Files Season 6 next week. Aguamala, which is uh, episode 13, actually the one that takes place right after One Mm -hmm. Sun, and The Unnatural. We're skipping a little bit forward. And then we're going to skip back, too. Yeah, we're going to skip back. We're just Uh, grouping some things. Because, from what you told me, Angela, next week is an Arthur Dales double feature. Sort of. I mean, Arthur Arthur Dales is very much involved in the first one, and then he actually is involved in the second one. Like, he's kind of, like, tangential to the first one. But I like the first one. I think it's kind of a fun, weird episode. There are so many episodes in season six that I want to cover, um, and you keep telling me that I can't. And <laughs> oh, don't put this on me. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> All right, I guess so. Listen, 
This is a uh, sorry. I like how we're just like boom, 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 and then it's like slowly, you know, making yeah. our way to the molasses of season. Well, six. season six, it's just really, really good. I feel like, the, and it's, we're gonna have the same problem with season seven too. I remember so many good things from that season. Um, X cops, please. What? It's the uh, filming of an episode of Cops <laughs> based on the X Files. Are you kidding me? It's amazing. That, <laughs> that can be like a ridiculous. It's, it's for goddamn ridiculous. And first person shooter, the video game episode. Okay, not yeah, not a video game. The computer. <laughs> Sorry, <episode>. everybody. <laughs> Computers equal video game. So yeah, season right, seven we're probably going to cover a lot of as well and then we'll get into eight and nine and that's sort of like eh, robert patrick yeah which i know you like Speaking robert patrick, of the T-1000, yeah i made a terminator reference earlier robert patrick is not molder and don't try to tell me that he is I'm, i Fox. never would but let's stay with arthur dales i'm excited i think i've i can't remember if you told me that arthur dales would pop up otherwise i but did I, and there's I, a fun but, episode yeah, with i really him liked well. his first episode so i'm happy to see i hope we get old and young arthur dales as well because again that young arthur dales thing like i said before could have been like a backdoor pilot for its own X Files spinoff series. So if we get to spend more more time in that like forties La La Land, I'm yes, happy about I it. do think we get a little bit of that. Not the next one. The next one is like where he is now, and then um, they're just coming to help. Yeah. So we're talking about the the past, present, and future. I suppose fight the future of oh, Arthur Dale's yes. with Aguamala episode thirteen and the Unnatural episode nineteen uh, next week. Send us your feedback. You know what to do. Bloom files at postshowrecaps.com. X files at postshowrecaps.com. Tweet at us at Angepalaji at a Mike Bloom type at postshowrecaps. Uh, if you want to do me a solid as a birthday gift, you can always leave a review. Yeah, in your podcast do it. Choice because we are not going away anytime soon as we're making our way slowly through season six, and we're happy to have you along for the ride. No hybridization is going on here. Uh, we are abducting you, I suppose, but we are not doing anything bad. We're just having a good old time here talking about the X-Files. Totes. <laughs> so, again, next week, Aguamala, The Unnatural, Arthur Dale's double feature. We'll be back next week. Special thanks to Corey B for his fantastic theme song. Until next week, case closed. Bye! With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.